Hi, can I help you? Hi, can we have a table for three? Absolutely, right this way. Hey, Josh, how you been doing? I'm good, man. How you been? Well, I'm great, man. Actually, I think our booth is ready. Now, some coffee to get you started? Great, thanks. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Here's your menus. And welcome to Diner Discussions. What's up, everybody? My name's Josh. Over to my right, I have Erin Ace Allison. And What's directly up? across from me, I have Miss Megan Analyst. Hi. So tell us the dirt on Aaron. He would be here a while. He would be here a while. So how we like to start every episode is you just give us kind of a Cliff's Notes version of you know yourself. Less. Okay. I know he knows a lot more about you than I do. Right. So I'll know how to guide you. Into <laughs> yeah. the things I want you to say. Oh, no. Right now. <laughs> no. Um, so I guess the first thing is what's your first? What's your favorite breakfast food? Well. Uh, we do the Cliff's Notes thing before that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you just don't want to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> He's scared of what you're going to say. I know, right? Well, I'm Aaron's wife. We've been together, what, three, almost four years now. We've got three kiddos, two yeah. girls and a boy. Um, I work currently at the Mercy Ada Hospital Dude. as a nurse aide. And I actually just left my meeting for nursing school oh, wow. to go back because I... Unfortunately, had a, had a mishap last year, so I get to go back again. Well, um, and so that was interesting. Um, caregiving is just my life. I mean, I take care of him, I take care of kids, take care of strangers, take yeah. care of animals, just whatever. Um, that's really kind of it. Well, just a caregiver. I don't know anything other to be. Well, where did you grow up? I grew up in Texas, um, in Arlington. Really? Spent most of my life down there. Um, what brought you to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma? Uh, Aaron. <laughs> My, you know, they say in, that either you are brought to Oklahoma by a job or by family. Well, it was both. My dad, we moved up here, we moved to Oklahoma in 2009 and my dad got a job. Yeah. And so he was like, you, you're living with me and we're moving, so yeah. let's go. And so we all came up here and... Where did you, what part of Oklahoma did y'all move to first? Um, Newcastle, of all places. That's kind of, we were, there was like five, close to everything, though. <laughs> yeah, there was five of us in a two-bedroom apartment. Oh, wow. Um, and then I just bounced around all over Oklahoma yeah. for like four or five years. Yeah. I've been in Oklahoma almost as much as I had lived in Texas. Yeah. I've been here almost 11 years. Yeah, it, uh. it trapped you. It got me. <laughs> And then I was going to Paul's Valley every other weekend when I was single to drop my kids off, not yeah. knowing that Aaron lived in Paul's Valley and was like four and a half miles up the road. Yeah. Which was weird. He's like, you've been coming to Paul's Valley for how long? Oh, God. And I was like, yeah, yeah I've been coming It was weird. Because uh. you kept meeting him after we met. And yeah. you would be like, I'm going to be in Paul's Valley. I'll swing by the house and see you. Yeah. When we were first started dating. So that was kind of cool. Uh. Um, and then when I met you, you lived in Ardmore. Yeah. And that was interesting. That's uh, all we can say about that. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, nah, I spent the night. It was bad. And, uh, I was, I don't remember what time it was. It was oh, like man. evening, like right after dinner. Yeah. And it was, uh, we heard gunshots down the road oh, and it was like gosh. three blocks away. Oh, gosh. So that's when I told her, I was like, okay, we got to get you out of here. Yeah. I was like, this place is not safe. Yeah. yeah. Go away. Especially for two little girls, you know? Yeah. Go away. But. Yeah, she lived in Alphabet Land down there, you know, yeah. in that whole section. <laughs> so, 
I used to always stop and get burgers and mm-hmm. fries. Uh, isn't that what it's called? Bur- yeah. Burgers and fries. It's a little restaurant. Yeah. In, like nostalgic type place. Get a caramel. Was it a caramel shake? Those no, good. butterscotch. Butterscotch. Yeah. Because you would complain. That was the only place that, I could yeah, get one. Yeah. The only place you could get one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Did you, you went to college at Murray Murray, mm-hmm. and what was your major? It was supposed to be for nursing, oh. but I mean, mid shift life happens and kids happen yeah. and failed relationships and yeah. new yeah. relationships happen. And unfortunately when you're in school, they say everything will, if it doesn't happen in school, absolutely, you know, like everything that is bad will happen in school. Yeah. Um, it's just life and so I was I switched for an associate's in arts and science because it was an easier degree yeah. to obtain and uh, I'm one credit away Uh-oh. from getting that degree yeah so it's kind of how I am just a couple just a couple credits from mm-hmm. finishing kids make it tough they do because you can't like and, and no offense to like a couple, but you can't put kids on a backboard. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> but like even as a married couple, you know, like she understands if I'm gone for three days, yeah. you know, like all day long. But the kids don't. Yeah, and, and can't. You know, I was only gonna be gone for thirty minutes this morning, and they were like, "Mom, when are you coming home? Are you gonna leave us all day?" I'm like, "No, I'm not leaving all day. I'm literally going up the road. Thirty minutes. I'll be right back." Thank you for letting me borrow him yesterday. Oh, you're <laughs> funny, you know, he was gonna be gone anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I just gave him a hard time when he got home. Yeah. It's fun. He gives me a hard time. I give him one right back. Yeah. Well, I think she's glad that I finally am hanging out with someone other got than friends. just, just <laughs> no, other than me or the no, kids. No, kids or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, you're, it tests your sanity. This Corona thing with being stuck home with kids all day. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, even living by myself, that was the worst because, like, my dad was my only means of contact. Yeah. Like isolation. Yeah. And you don't mean to be that way. Yeah. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Forced. You're around that person all the time. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, hey, let's just go hang out. Yeah. yeah. Forced isolation is the worst. Yeah. Like, if it's your choice and you're like, I need a couple of days. Yeah. That's fine. Or even knowing that if you wanted to leave and go hang out, you could. Yeah. It makes it easy. Yeah. Yeah. I used to call like having to stay at home whenever my bike was broke or whatever uh solitary confinement yeah and i thought you know i could handle solitary confinement you know if yeah. it ever and after yeah. this forced isolate i don't know I, that's a big joke about that all the time if we were ever to go to prison we wouldn't make it no oh i know i won't just not having our phone <laughs> no. or yeah or like being able to you know do what you want when you want it's yeah just, oh. I don't like people telling me, though, either, like, yeah. what I can and can't do. I yeah. think that's the problem with all the quarantine. It's, yeah. it's not because that people don't know that it's not safe, like, to be out. It's just someone is telling them that you can't. Yeah. yeah. And because you're telling me I can't, yeah. I'm going to do it regardless. People, that's, people are so red, white, yeah. blue, you know, yeah. freedom or whatever. Yeah. But they don't <laughs> think, oh, this may not be safe. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing that we talked about on the pod that hasn't been released yet, because, you know. Um, we recorded it. <laughs> yeah, we recorded it yesterday. <laughs> It's fresh, but uh, we talked about 
that most of the people, the only reason they have a problem with the mask is because somebody's telling them to do it. Well, it's just like when you go to the doctor and they say you need to lose weight, and they're like, yeah. oh, 1,500 calorie diet or 1,600. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. But if it was your idea, yes, it would but be if like, it was my idea, yeah. I'd be all for it. Yeah. But because you're telling me I can't have that cookie and yeah. I can't have that piece of cake, yeah. you better dang well believe I'm gonna have two pieces yeah. of cake. I'm gonna eat that box of cookies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the only thing. <laughs> that bothers me and i know that it's easy to say as someone that is it would benefit is uh if a place requires a mask they should provide some absolutely and i best yeah. buy did that yeah. like when we walked in me and the girls they they gave uh hannah a mask because she's the only one that didn't have one and um they had hand sanitizer stations. I, I agree with that. Uh, so much. But it can be expensive. Yeah, but I I guess just because I work in a hospital, it kind of it kind of makes you think of like costs. Because, yeah. I mean, it's just us, and there's probably what twenty people at a time on a floor working. Yeah. You know, like between shift changes, and I think about how many masks we're going through. Like yeah. how many. How many masks would a company go through yeah. or a corporate organization go yeah. through, like a Walmart or a Target, yeah. if they were required? You'd probably put them in bankruptcy, just the masks alone. <laughs> well, but then you have Crest that's selling masks. Yeah, yeah. And, like, at the hospital, we don't allow people to have the ones that have, what are they called? The respirators on oh, yeah. the little... Yeah. Because what people don't understand, yeah, those are great, but you're still breathing out your air yeah. through those respirators. Yeah. And so... You're still the air is still contaminated by you breathing out what you're breathing out. I never thought of that. That's yeah. a good point. It's, it's keeping you safe, but yeah. you're still breathing out that yeah. that air. Yeah, and that's made for like like spray environments. Yeah, you know, spray like, paint. Yeah, but um, another thing I saw a, a sign actually today when I was scrolling through Facebook that somebody posted on their window, and it was like, it is completely your choice to wear a mask, but. On Don't. that same coin, it's our choice to not let you in without yeah. a mask because yeah. we have to think about our patrons and our staff first. Yeah. And it said, um, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. So uh, if if you want to stand up for your freedom not to wear a mask, please wait outside. Yeah. And I thought that was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, like, because a lot of the thing is, is like, yeah, you can not wear a mask, but don't get mad if, you know, you can't go in certain places. Yeah. Just well, don't go in those places. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was required to wear a mask today, but um, when I got in there, we were we were almost two desk lengths apart from each other. Yeah. So, I mean, I said, we're far enough away that we don't have to wear them. Yeah. Um, and, she's, and the instructor was like, well, I just got tested yesterday, so I know I'm negative. And I said, yeah. well, I've been working, so I know I'm negative, yeah. or they wouldn't let me to work. But I think just a lot of people are, there's so much. I like, think it's a first about, world problem. It is, and a lot of us have just seen so much online and so many different yeah. people, and it's coming from so many different places that people don't, they're not fully educated. Like, you yeah. don't need to wear a mask when you're in your car by yourself. Yeah. yeah. That like, those are your own germs. Yeah. I wear, you're in there. There's yeah. nobody around yeah. you. And the people that wear gloves like that, it cracks me up because it's like all the stuff you're touching and then you go touch something else like to hand it somebody now they've got all the germs from your car and all that, you know well, just think about it when you go into mcdonald's or, or like in through the drive-thru they're wearing gloves but they're not if they're not changing out those gloves in between patient yeah. like or yeah. in between customers, customers yeah 
You're getting. But you just gave them a card. Yeah. They're taking that card on their gloves and swiping, and then they're touching their screen that yeah. probably hasn't been wiped down in yeah. between each person. Yeah. So you're still contaminating. Yeah, and you don't know, you know, what the last person did with their money that before they gave <laughs> right. to. Right. Well, and then me and uh, Jennifer were talking about yesterday is you know with kids going back to school, no one knows what school's gonna look like, and it's six weeks. Yeah. And school is supposed to start. Yeah. That's Even crazy. school for me, six weeks is supposed yeah. to start. And I, we have no clue how it's gonna look. I saw like a picture on Facebook where they had like these things hanging from the ceiling, like draped around each desk. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. And then know. how are you gonna put 80 students on a bus and yeah. they have to be every other seat, one kid to I each I feel seat. like the people that are writing the rules have never been around children. <laughs> because can you imagine when we were in school, like, yeah. Him telling us you got to remain six feet apart. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Like we would be. Me during my school, I'd be that kid that was like right next to somebody yeah. intentionally just to piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. Like, I mean, like, I you'd be getting them. a ruler, and there would be the obnoxious people that are like, you know, six feet, six feet. Yeah. Like, and then you have our kids where they're like swiping their noses yeah. and coughing and sneezing, yeah. and they're not doing it to be ugly. They're not doing yeah. it to be oh, like, they're just kids. Ew, here, kids are my petri germs. dishes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're literally walking petri dishes when it comes to germs. <laughs> but the problem with that is that you know, everybody is cleaning and everybody is sanitizing and we're doing all these things yeah. that we're weakening our immune system. Yeah. So well, like, we've been doing that for the past ten years. Though. Well, yes, it's been a buildup. And now it's even worse though because we're constantly cleaning. We're we're keeping masks. We're wearing yeah. gloves. Yeah. We're doing all these things, and you know people that already have immune deficiencies or immune disorders like I'm a diabetic that's considered immune deficiency yeah. and my immune system is already weak and so if I'm not able to touch and be around people and have all these precautions then I can't build anything up to keep me from getting sick right and so I don't yeah. think so it's a double-edged sword it is really it's is. like dang if you do dang if you don't yeah, yeah. and Another, I think yeah sorry go ahead yeah, you're fine. Go <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like, what sucks is, um, you know, we've been doing all this cleansing, and everybody's been using hand sanitizer for the last ten, like, I guess, like, maybe ten years. Huh. But um, there's now superbugs that were never around. Yeah, but they're before. resistant. They're resistant yeah. to antibiotics. And everything has become that way. Can you imagine if the corona gets to that point to where yeah. it's like, if we do come up with something, it just adapts? Like, uh, well, it's kind of like that uh, movie from Forever Go, where like. As soon as the person got through one thing, they you know released this or yeah. spaghetti monster or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's scary, and yeah. they're you know leading scientists are talking about how nowadays it's going to be like every few years instead of every hundred like it used to yeah. be. Because I mean, you know, the Spanish flu, you know, and the influenza yeah. and all that stuff came through at you know relatively far apart. Yeah. Black and plague it, and stuff. Yeah. And, and now it's going to be like every five years. Yeah. And that's scary. That's well, terrifying. It also kind of makes you wonder how much of that's just the media. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've learned you can't trust hardly anything the media says anymore. No. Well, we just saw some, I just read to him something yesterday while we were in the car. And it was saying that a doctor in Africa is being told by his superiors that he is supposed to label any death 
coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. And anything that has like anything that has to do with upper respiratory, common colds, all those, he's supposed to say it's corona. Yeah. And he said, I, I cannot sit here and lie anymore. He won a Nobel Prize, and he said, wow. I cannot put yeah. my dignity and my integrity of winning a Nobel Prize in jeopardy because you want me to lie. Yeah. And this is a man in Africa that is a doctor to underprivileged people. Absolutely. And a poverty-stricken country, and he's saying, no, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. It sucks because both here's what sucks on both sides of it is that you have people that are lying about how bad it is and people that are lying about how good it is right yeah and it's somewhere in between and i think it's way worse than we think but also it's not as bad in certain areas yeah. as people are pushing and and the problem is is that as a country and it's I think a lot it's, to do with our president but we've gotten away from science yeah and it's almost become like like scientists are just like, oh yeah, that's their opinion. No, these are tested things. Yeah. And we're getting away from that and it's kind of scary because a lot of the people's, you know, opinions that they're putting out there are just that, their opinions and it's not scientifically backed. Yeah. And these people are believing it and dying. Like yeah. the people that are drinking hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> stupid crap like that. Well, did you see that? Like I was on Facebook, of course. So like, like you said, you can't believe that, but they said, um, the swabbing, what if it's not to see if you have it? What if they're infecting you? No, yeah. You know, like, and but, then they're saying that even a common cold can bring a, a false positive yeah. on the coronavirus yeah. um, the, testing, the whole, which we don't really think yeah, that's true because yeah. it's on Facebook. Down. But still, yeah. it just yeah. kind of makes you wonder, like, oh my, like, if I, I'm a conspiracy theorist sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, I go, to, we were talking about yeah. that I go down the rabbit hole and you I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what if they really are? Yeah. And then, you know, Jennifer, you know, said yesterday, well, they're just weakening weakening us for the next um, threat or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just oh, like, gosh. oh, my God. Well, it boils like, down to the me. fact that as a country, we were not ready for this. Like, we are not prepared for So we have to blame pandemic. someone. We have to blame something. Yeah. Because, but I mean, God forbid, it be our fault. <laughs> what's sad is, you know, used to the craziness and all the crazy theories and crap was kept within a small circle of people. Not anymore. Like no. you and your mom and your grandma and your <laughs> great grandpa probably all believe this thing. But you know, Jerry 10, you know, 15 miles down the road, never heard that. Yeah. And so like you would pull into a town and everybody would be weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like, you know, you go down the road and everybody would be normal. So normal. But now because we can, shout out all of our beliefs even if none of them are researched yeah somebody somebody's grandma is going to hear that and then she's going to share it 50 times yeah and well, now you've got like this web of like mis misinformation and that's what like it's what he's yeah. saying it's the media it's just one person's yeah. soapbox can yeah. be turned oh my gosh like have you i don't know if y'all pay attention it's completely off course <laughs> this squirrel moment no, no, this reminds going. me of like the free britney thing have y'all seen any of that on um, instagram no. or facebook oh my gosh if you haven't looked it up go look it up free britney so oh, no. she's like in this conservatorship where she can't buy her own she can't use any of her money she gets fifteen hundred dollars a week yeah. they're keeping her drugs they're wow. saying she has dementia wow um but it's like just the power of social media someone that lives in yukon oklahoma of all places wow. that met britney spears once has pulled up like all these voicemails and like pictures and text messages and has basically started a free Britney movement Golly. out of Yukon, Oklahoma. Yeah. For Britney Spears. Oh gosh. I've heard and that. And it she has was blown being weird. up yeah. all over social media. But someone in our yeah. our state yeah. has made it and spread it so far 
Yeah. That it's a global yeah. thing. It's now. a global thing people are worried about. And I actually like, She's have not heard. Safe. She's not safe. Yeah. I've heard She's a crazy. few things. I heard a few things like that. All I heard was, has anybody checked out Brittany lately? She's acting a little weird. Like, I've seen that on Twitter, oh, but I didn't think anything about it. Yeah. Like, I. I went down a rabbit hole last night. And <laughs> well, you is, know she had wow. mental illness back in whenever well, she was super famous and they wouldn't her alone. Yeah. But think about it. But That's what Kanye happened to him. They were saying that all that was forced by her father. It wasn't really hers. But I'm just saying, but Kanye, Kanye had a mental episode. Like, I mean, you can say that his whole career is <laughs> but you know when he went kind of off the rails this last like five years yeah. everybody you know the price and of fame and then to stay relevant like just well, continually like being people's yeah you know feed yeah that pressure. and he's completely surrounded by yes men oh yeah all the, time. all the time no one will tell him no because she can't even get married to her new guy she can't see that, her children that's insane that's she can't do anything why are you eyeballing my french toast i was just looking <laughs> but yeah, it's, it does look good yeah it's definitely Your one of those things coming, i promise huh yeah. It's that's brown sugar. I didn't know. Yeah, that was. But I mean, the power yeah, of the reasons. media. Let me go see. To get oh. it that far and stretched out and insane. Yeah. Because well, someone just in little Oklahoma just well, saying something ain't right with her. Now yeah. all these people are doing. No, well, it's just like how people can say now with deep fakes. Like I was talking to you know Dad and Jennifer about the deep fake system. Have you watched any of those videos? Yeah, uh, Linus Tech Tips actually did. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Thank you so much. Uh, Linus Tech Tips actually did a video yesterday where uh, he was explaining the video before that was actually a deep fake. They used an actor to be him. Oh, wow. And yeah, they put his face on it and then they ran his voice to a computer program. So it wasn't even the guy talking, it was this computer talking. So. I just yeah. don't have that much energy to go through all that. Have you yeah. seen where they took Joe Rogan's voice and they downloaded all his episodes into a computer and then wrote code to make him like talk? Uh-uh. And he talked about gorillas and it's completely <laughs> like it's completely uh, fake. It's all AI. Like he never said any of that those wow. things, but it sounds like him and it just it's creepy. It's getting where like you can't trust anything unless no, you, you physically can't. see it with your yeah. eyes. Well, even like seeing it with your eyes, some people are distorted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they want to believe it's something else. Yeah. But think about, like, we're kind of living in a futuristic movie where all the media is faked, you know. What's that movie, uh, They Live, where he puts the glasses on and you can see the... Yeah, um, Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. I completely forgot about that movie. That's That's a good movie. Yeah, it kind of feels like it was telling the future a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I think of that person of in- person of interest movie or show where it's all ran by an artificial intelligence, and they, I mean, with our phones, you know, we're Tell always who's like, who's going to be the terrorist and stuff? Yeah, but it's all, and, you know, like we're always like, we'll look up something on the internet, and then within a few few minutes is on Facebook or you're getting commercials about it like yeah we were just talking about that you know DoorDash was on the TV Um, this morning yeah like the uh ad on YouTube what's that one movie where uh they uh has like Matt Damon and the guys like direct where he's supposed to go and everything you know what I'm talking about yeah like Born Identity no 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 Uh uh 
Oh crap, I can't think of any movie. Adjustment Bureau. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of oh, like yeah, that, but where not... they like disappear through the doors and, <clears throat> you don't, and it goes into another door. I haven't seen that one. I mean, it's... witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. No, no. So supposedly, like everything in your day is scheduled by this adjustment bureau to make sure. It's men in hats. Yeah. And Have you ever like, seen it? Is it like a simulation type thing? Yeah, kinda. Kind of. And like, uh, they could go through doors and go anywhere. <coughs> and uh, I mean, it's exactly kind of like that. That's not what I thought the movie was about looking at the cover. It's <laughs> a good movie. I, like I it. thought it was more like there's, corporate espionage type. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of romance and stuff to it. So, yeah. But you sit here and say that like it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay, George. <laughs> That polluted his movie. Well, no. When you go into the movie theater expecting one movie and you get it out of there, you know. <laughs> yeah. I did that with Napoleon Dynamite. No. <laughs> we thought it was just going to be some kind of, like, off-the-rails comedy. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> we watched it and was like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, when it came out on DVD, mm-hmm. we watched it, like, a couple more times and it was, like, the funniest thing ever. Me and Dad. Once we knew what we were looking at. Yeah. Me and Dad did that one thing, going us faster, too. You, you, he was like, that was effing stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's funny how that works, though. You know, the... Somebody said the other day on Facebook that, you know, this is just a out of getting out of hand Truman Show 2020. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I yeah. ain't seen what they mean. Jumanji. When I was younger, I was probably talking about my mental illness here. Oh, no. <laughs> no, when I was younger, I used to always have this thought in the back of my head, like, what if I'm the only real person? Mm-hmm. And everyone else is like, you know, like either fake or like some kind of computer program, oh, or wow. maybe like, like kind of like body snatcher that type thing. You know, like they're all aliens dressed up. <laughs> you know, it's like Rick and Morty. I think there's an episode like that. There's a whole episode at the very end. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's a simulation. <laughs> but yeah, and I thought that from when I was like eight years old to you know, like it just kind of mm-hmm. was like, well, what if? That would be creepy, and then I get creeped out, and we're like, okay, no, don't <laughs> think about it again. <laughs> but that's a scary thought. Yeah. So, are y'all real? <laughs> I better be. <laughs> I mean, uh, even Captain Marvel kind of touched on that just a little bit. They were telling her, you know, oh, you're not powerful, you know, you're not anything great or whatever, and come to find out she was 10 times stronger than they were and they were doing wrong so yeah well um have you ever read the it's like a short story called the yellow wallpaper i don't believe so speaking of like mental illness and stuff we used to um back in the day they used to think that um postpartum depression was like something that the ladies needed to like be isolated for and she would work it out so she they put her in this room and like lock her in 
with yellow wallpaper and that's all she has like they were she wasn't allowed to write she wasn't allowed to do anything and so eventually she kind of goes crazy yeah and it's just, just it's like a 14 pages and it's a great book and uh it really like kind of lets you in on like self-isolation and or forced isolation and how it messes with your head and then you think of like prisoners that are in isolation mm -hmm. and it's just like I can't imagine anybody coming back 100% sane yeah because you know one time I got locked in a, a free freezer at Falls Creek for like 15 minutes and that was too much already. wait 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 <laughs> this deserves a backstory <laughs> that's I'll get when I get the person that was no, in there no. with me on wait, a couple no, people on the pod, we'll, we'll reveal it. <laughs> yeah, is this something the wife shouldn't know about? Right no, now? no, okay, okay. Me, <laughs> like, me and and Josh Chapman and he'd a couple probably other tell people. me anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think I've already told you. <laughs> it was just coming off, and this is more and more suspicious. Yeah, no. <laughs> we were being smart butts. No, no. And then the the people that like the. They're not lunch ladies, mm. but the people that the chefs they yeah. they were being smart alex back and like serves you right here you go and yeah. you know it was the whole thing. That's so. funny. The whole thing. <laughs> I'm excited to hear that. You'll story. have to tune in later to find out <laughs> <laughs> what happened. We were talking about the cliffhangers and how we used to go to the movie theaters and they'd play like a western, you know, like. And then at the very end, he'd be hanging off the cliff. That's oh, literally yeah. where it came from. And then they'd be like, tune in next week or whatever. And you'd have to come back and pay again to see what happened. But I thought, you know, with the corona, I hope theaters get creative. Because they're going to have to, to like catch up. Because now everybody knows about Netflix. Every, people that like, you know, like my grandma has a Roku. You know, or not a Roku, but a... a well, she has something. Chromecast. Yeah, Chromecast. And so they watch, you know, she watches TV on, you know. She doesn't know how to work it. But no, you on know. her TV she watches <laughs> Netflix yeah. and stuff. And you got to admire the elderly for that kind of stuff. I mean, my grandpa has a smartphone. He has no idea how to use it hardly. But he's trying, right? Yeah, well, Lucy has one. My grandma and grandpa never have a computer or a cell phone in mm -hmm. their house, ever. Mm -hmm. She has a flip phone, and she doesn't even use it. Yeah. The kids play with it. She has a house phone mm -hmm. that she uses, and if she's if she doesn't answer, then she's not at home. How many generations do y'all think it'll be before the house phone's obsolete? Uh, or it's almost obsolete yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, I think give it two more generations, there won't be a house phone. My daughter just didn't even know what a payphone was. Really? I'm like, I have failed as a mother. I didn't know what a VCR was. Oh. Well, or like the struggle of having to put it in there and rewinding yeah. it and yeah. it not getting caught. Like yeah. They have no clue. Well, even like, like places of business, they're starting to have a business cell phone that they leave in their, like on the front desk, you know, like they don't have a landline per yeah. se anymore. We have phones, but we also have cell phones that you can dock. Mm -hmm. And instead of you using your personal cell phone to take pictures mm -hmm. because it's HIPAA, mm -hmm. they turn and use, they purchase a set yeah. that each nurse can have to take pictures and 
you know, a lot of doctors nowadays, they use their phones and they use secure chats and th things like that. Mm -hmm. So that you don't, they're not tied down to a landline phone and having to answer it. They're able to move and yeah. go take care of what they need to take care of, which I thought was crazy. I'd never seen. Yeah. That's how it was at Lowe's. We had, we each had like, it was an iPhone basically in like this heavier case. Yeah. That had like a scanner built into the back. T90 kind of situation. Yeah. What? It's like a T90 or something. Yeah, like we like sat it in the dock when we weren't using it, and then we put it on our belt. Like, I mean, we had like a clip that you had to clip here, yeah. belt, and then you could go scan. Yeah. What or, I think is that people are getting more tech savvy, and they're having to do less things that are involving like contact. Mm -hmm. I think more companies should do it. Like, I mean, they. For us, you know, I went from having a paper schedule that looked like blocks and having X's on it to yeah. having a computer system where I can make my own schedule and I can view that schedule every single day to find out who I'm working with, if I've gotten low census, if I'm off or whatever, yeah. and it's on my phone. Absolutely. So I have a home, it's a home screen to my phone and I can just click on it and look. And that's something that I even as a caregiver wasn't used to because if we were back in the stone age using a paper schedule with x's on it yeah. but a lot of that depends on how much the company is willing to invest in their their co-workers yeah. and their employees well it's just like you know speaking of technology and stuff we have a a bluetooth doorknob that mm -hmm. unlocks when we walk up you know mm -hmm. and then um we have the ring uh camera you yeah. know the, we heard that yesterday yeah a lot Oh, sorry, was, we were taking the dog out. It was loud, though, like, louder than normal. It was almost loud to where the speaker would, like, peak, you know, and, like, glitch out. Well, so, there was nobody around it, and I guess the wind maybe caught it or something, and it was going on. Did you talk to Lindsay on it yesterday? Yeah. I, okay, because she ran. I was like, Mom, and I was, like, looking around for you. <laughs> it has where you can see, you can you can talk to them. I think there's video, too. It's, like, it has a video button, but I can't. No, Videos no her, not for where she can see you. Right. Because there's no screen on it. But, you know, we have, uh, what I was saying about the theaters mm -hmm. is that it's, it's scary because they've lost so much money. And now everybody watches it at home. Yeah. Like, we're getting new releases now. Like, you know. Through uh, the Apple store and stuff. Yeah, and Artemis Fowl came out on but Disney+. But it proves that you don't need those things. Yeah. And I, like, before COVID happened, you know, me and Aaron decided to do a, a raised garden. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of COVID. It was because yeah, we, we, wanted, to about be, it at we wanted to be more sustainable, even if it was just to make a salad at home. Yeah. Um, you know, we started going toward no paper products at home, but toilet paper. So, yeah. you know, yeah. using rags and rewashing. And, you know, if we go to the store, getting rid of all of our trash, recycling more, then COVID hit, we can't recycle anymore. Yeah. It's well, put a damper yeah. on us trying to live a more sustainable life, even yeah. though we're in the city. Yeah. Because there's things you can do to be sustainable. Absolutely. Even if you're living in the middle of a city. Yeah. And to lower your carbon footprint. And that was a big thing for us. And then COVID hit and we're like, well, everything <laughs> we were doing, we can't do anymore. <laughs> have y'all started collecting rainwater yet? Uh, well, we have a, we have Isn't it illegal in Oklahoma? Uh, I don't know. I think. It used long, to be. Yeah. It, I think as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here for first, folks. Josh said, don't get caught. <laughs> This, we have he's not a lawyer, it. by we the just, way. We don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely not a lawyer. 
So just take that with the grains. Yeah. <laughs> if you get caught, don't call us. And don't now me. everybody's trying to do it because now it's a trending thing. It's yeah, not because it'll fade they away really, in a few years. It's not because they want to be sustainable. It's just because they want to be. They have nothing else to do and they want to be popular. They want to be on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> you know what's funny is they said that hacky sack sales were up. Really. People were starting oh, to learn how to do hacky sack again. Cool. That was like our jam every yeah. Maybe some of it will stick because oh like yeah, there will be things. We don't need celebrities. We don't. I mean, we yeah. love con you know we love music and we love concerts, but by them going on Facebook, it's kind of proven we don't need big venues. With, yeah, and you know what's hilarious? Spend multi, you know, millions yeah. of dollars on venues. It's well, that, and it's more personable too. Yeah. yeah. Well, think about it. Like, you've got Jimmy Fallon at home talking like through like a podcast format. Yeah. Now and all these people that didn't know what a podcast were like not yeah. once have we talked to someone and said do you want to be on a podcast and they go what's that yeah not one time which no. three years ago would have been like what is a podcast yeah because i've been listening to them for years and every time i talk about them I'm like what's that my grandmother i was explaining it to her i was like it's like radio but it's not radio yeah and she instantly got it from there yeah but uh, it's like you're like it's kind of like a playlist that you can make but with radio mm-hmm like you can choose to listen to whatever you want to mm -hmm. and as long as you want to listen to it there is this girl that i've been following on i can't even think of her name right now but she, what she does is I've been, she does makeup tutorials which i'm not a big makeup person but it's something soothing about watching her put on her makeup it's kind of like doing cl washing clay or whatever i'm um, good if you're good um, but she does stories about like these women mm -hmm. that have like these twisted histories and like it's almost like murder mysteries, yeah. but they're not. And she gives all the background story of them and then like what happens to their kids. Mm -hmm. And there's something so soothing about it. And I think she deserves a podcast because I would listen to her to go to sleep. That's what I do. I put podcasts yeah. on to go to sleep. Yeah. It's not because I'm not interested in what people are saying. It's just certain people's voices just hit that. Mm -hmm. That trigger in my brain that made yeah. me go to sleep. Yeah. She's never listened to our podcast going to sleep. Really? No. She'd go to sleep real fast listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd probably like, Aaron, quit talking and try to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Aaron talks a lot, and so does his son. He talks a lot when he's trying to keep himself awake. Yes. Does he? That's yes. our thing. That is his thing. And Brennan does it as well. And I'm just like, okay, you're just talking to keep yourself awake now. Go to bed. Yeah. I just got a message about the podcast uh -oh. from somebody asking where to listen to it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Speaking See, of, we're talking about it. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking of our podcast, did you know we're international? As of uh, last this night? morning, I didn't yeah. know that. Five I normally hear. Um, I normally hear about it the majority <laughs> of our conversations, which <laughs> I'm very proud of you guys. <laughs> so it's not that I don't want to hear about it, but it's what's going on in Aaron's life right now, yeah. so he's excited. I literally DoorDash and this and kids is all I got to talk about. I don't yeah. know. So else. I'm very happy that y'all are doing it. <laughs> I only talk about what I know. <laughs> so hi, uh, say hi to our fan in Ireland. Oh know. my god, <laughs> yeah. in Ireland? Ireland. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah. We're said, global now, yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> I said, Pam, like it's just one, so hopefully it's more than one. So if you're listening from the UK, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> now you have to name all all the different countries. I don't know as they show up. Yeah, because you don't know. Yeah, no, you gotta start naming off countries right now because oh. they'll listen to this in the oh, future no. and yeah. be like, man, this was one of their like 
you know, first episode. You know, but famous. some people, like, you know, Aaron's talking about some people, they start off just doing what y'all are doing, and eventually it morphs into something else. Yeah. And, you know, it, like this girl that I listened to, it's the Minimal-ish podcast, and, I mean, she's got her own, um, like, journals yeah. and her own, like... To-do list kind of paper. Me and Josh's face on. Oh my god! <laughs> we <laughs> you already... know what I mean? Like it turns into something else. Yeah. And yeah. now she's and... hers was just about living a minimalist life, and now hers has come into being just a happy, healthy yeah. kind of life. And she gives like just tips and stuff like that, and it works. Yeah. yeah. And she's made herself a little empire just on her podcast. The number one argument I hear about minimalism is that it's a rich person uh you know thing that only they can do and and because you know you have to have a lot of money to have nothing to get rid of all the conveniences that you have to have if you don't have as much money but well what i like about her is she says it's not about how many knives or forks or books you should have it's about things that bring you joy and having a use for those items so like Mario Kaiba kind of but not as not as extreme like it's okay to have things but they have to bring you joy and have a purpose yeah Yeah, or there's no point yeah like I have a whole den right now of things that are just there and it's driving me crazy (laughs) (laughs) and she looked right at you when she said that well most of it is ours you know we did own we own a business business, we're still open it's just we're not a physical location and so our physical All those location things had to go somewhere. Yeah. It had to go somewhere, and that's yeah. in our it's day. It's cheaper than storage. Yeah. Well, and I, we were talking about it yesterday. If, if we get a studio, that stuff's going in our studio too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my goal eventually <laughs> will be to have what, what me and Aaron have really talked about. What we want to do is we want to have a small camper mm-hmm. that can connect to one of our and be pulled by one of our cars, mm-hmm. um, and or have a small bus. Mm-hmm. Because wandering gypsy yeah. is a gypsy. Yeah. It's not meant to be in one place. And I really think that's yeah. where God was trying to take us. Was like you're not living up to your potential or your name. Yeah. Being stuck in one place. Yeah. We learned so much. We did. <laughs> and what sucks is now we know what not to do. Right. And starting a small business is hard. And yeah. for anyone that says it's not, they're lying. It's but hard. Really, I felt like it was a God thing that we got out what we did and decide, you know, that the physical location wasn't going to work out because COVID hit like right after because we got out in January like what mid-January mm-hmm. and we also got to figure downtown Oklahoma or downtown USA is dying yeah. uh, you know there, there's not a whole lot of that anymore right so. unless the community comes together basically like yeah. Tishomingo like well, I mean, one person saved that place you know I mean Paul's Valley there's stuff that's already closing yeah. Um, you know, there's been an art studio that closed down. We closed down. There's a jeweler that closed. I mean, he was retiring, but I think he got out because he knew it was coming. He knew too. it was coming. Yeah. I mean, and that's nothing against Paul's Valley. It's yeah. just Paul's Valley is there's so much potential in oh, Paul's yeah. Valley. So yeah. we were talking about. But there's the so many this. people that are like, no, that's too much. We're not going to do that. Yeah. You know. Um, well, you have to love the place in order to 
pump money into it. Right. Well, and I can't wait till COVID's over because, you know, me and Aaron have been talking about doing a swap and shop. A swap yeah. and shop is where I bring 10 items I no longer need, mm -hmm. I bring them to you, and I'm able to leave with whatever I need. Absolutely. As a service to the community. The same amount. As yeah. yeah, you know, like, you take what you need. The same you amount of items will always be in the, in the building. Absolutely. Right. And I mean, and, and it could just be a pop-up thing where we do twice a year, or close around Christmas, or around yeah. school time. So people that do not have clothes, or do not have or new items for their kids and yeah. supplies can come and get what they need Absolutely. but you can't that. do any of that with COVID in the air because yeah. we had a yard sale right out whenever they started kind of opening up and we did fairly well yeah but people were like I can't believe you're doing this with COVID <laughs> and I'm like we have to live yeah we can't just be hermits well, all that stuff was just sitting in our house yeah because Right before COVID hit, we were actually going to go to the dog trade. Right. But then they closed everything, and it was like, okay, now we're sitting on all this yard sale stuff. Well, and that was the thing about the swapping shop, is think about how many people are doing the same things we've done. Going yeah. through drawers, trying to sell items on Facebook, trying to have yard sales. All these things they're not able to. Yeah. That can benefit somebody else that doesn't have anything. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, Paul's Valley has its good areas, but it also has areas where there is poverty and people yeah, need help. Absolutely. And you can't just rely on other people to fix it, but if you can do something, yeah, it's a lot better than doing nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. But I see a lot of people throwing out problems yeah. and grappling about it and fussing yeah. about it yeah. and not doing anything to change <laughs> yeah. it. That's what, like I told you know, when we were talking to Dad is, you know, we were kind of taught to don't grab about it be about it kind of thing yeah like if you want to change you better go do it because if, be if it's on your heart it was put on you for a reason right like no it you might have this my vision. heart can't take no more because i just keep <laughs> getting stuff put on my heart <laughs> you might have a vision and you know god put that on your heart so you're the only one that can do that you're the only person that can succeed in that in the way that it was supposed to be right. done now other people if you pass up the opportunity you may come in and do it but it wasn't the way you were going to do it yeah and you know it's just i always feel that way like yeah it's kind of like self-guilting yeah but i feel like that's a positive way to do it you know? well and there's no resources in false valley like yeah. if you really think about it like you were talking about mental health I went to my doctor and I said, I think I need to go see someone for my mental yeah. health. Like, if you're not going to help me, I need to go somewhere. Yeah. They always send you to Norman. They send me to Norman. That, well, there's a mental place, a uh, mental health place here. They wouldn't help me. Really? Because I have it. I found out I have ADD, ADHD. They wouldn't yeah. help. They said, we don't so We don't do that. Yeah. We only do counseling. Yeah. Well, I need both. I need yeah. diagnostic and counseling. Yeah. So I ended up going to Norman and they're great, but it's just the point is... Oh. You have to go 45 miles. Yeah, there's yeah. no resources for the people that are struggling in our area. Yeah. And I'm very hopeful that the hospital opens up. But that's what Tad said, was that a lot of stuff closing that made Paul's Valley unique. Like, we had our own hospital. Yeah. We had, you well, know, this other things going on. I mean, it's everything's going to the interstate, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're, 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 we're literally two towns. There's yeah. uptown and downtown. Yeah. And that's how we always refer to things. It's like, you know, well, what, where, where are you? She's like, Puzzle is like uptown, downtown. You yeah. Know? That's how we know where to go. Yeah. But it really is. It's it's like two communities like grew together. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know how to fix everything. But there, I've got a lot of ideas for Falls Valley and 
just don't know how to go about yeah. getting them done. Well, it's kind of hard because, yeah, we're so close to Ardmore, we're so close to Norman, but we're in the middle. Yeah. So a lot of times you kind of feel stuck. You yeah, don't absolutely. know You don't know what to do or, absolutely. like, yeah, we're almost as big as Ardmore. This could really work. But then, I mean, but, just simple things of, like, having a Chili's or yeah. a dollar store yeah. or, like, a true dollar yeah. store. Like a Dollar Tree. Yeah, yeah. Like, Getting more, if they could get more businesses to come into Paul's Valley that were just a little bit bigger, but not like we'd, huge corporate. Yeah, we'd get a boom. We would get a boom. Well, absolutely. Me and her talked about it. It's it's a multifaceted solution. You need to build nicer housing additions mm-hmm. and have like two or three, you know, and then a like a like a, no apartment. an apartment complex no. that's that's not really low end. Yeah. Like, like mid, like, like I mean, we affordable, <laughs> but like nice, you know, yeah. like have a really pretty lobby and have like really nice housing with that granite countertops. Yeah. And then, and bring you, people yeah. here. And then yeah. you get rid of all the abandoned houses and buildings mm-hmm. and stuff. Or, and, and there's people trying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, okay, for instance, like shout out to Corey at, you know, where she in, in Ardmore, she sells houses. And it's Corey Littleton, and she has started slowly to go towards Elmore yeah. and Sulphur. Like I mean, she's yeah. working her way up. Yeah, she's not a sponsor, by the way. So no, but she's <laughs> not, and she's not just in Ardmore. But what she did was, her goal as a real estate person was to take the abandoned houses and the apartment complexes and things that like that that were eyesores yeah. in her community There's and two. make them affordable yeah. housing. Mm-hmm. For people because they couldn't pay eight nine thousand dollars to yeah. rent a house, but they could pay five six seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And by in turn doing that and her selling houses, she's made her community look better. And she's created yeah. event spaces and she's Absolutely. done all these things. We don't. Yeah. And no offense to any any of our realtors in town, they're yeah. all great. But yeah. I'm just saying we don't have someone like that yeah. in our area. Well, that my is favorite show to do on that. HGTV is Hometown. Oh, I love that show too. Because what they did was they're like, you know. We're gonna go around our community and remodel houses and then sell them to families that we bet. Yeah. So not only, and that kind of sounds kind of controlling, but what they're doing is they're helping beautify their city mm-hmm. and their neighborhood, but also raising the value of their home because yeah. now all these houses are nice and their neighbors are gonna be good neighbors, you know, yeah. at least until they move out or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and they're bringing like like life back to the because at one time it was really rich neighborhood yeah and then all of a sudden you know everybody there's booms and busts yeah. so but like our house we we live in a really nice neighborhood but there's two abandoned houses like yep. right beside like right down the road from us mm-hmm. and then there was an abandoned house that looked like the Adams family house <laughs> yeah. and, and they're slowly clearing that out yeah. making i, I, I think, think someone they passed at away. least yeah they at least remodeled the outside because it was all gray wood and that's our problem over in our area is because it is older older old people money. um a lot they can't if they can't pay yeah. to get someone to come yeah keep their area nice then it starts to kind of go downhill well and then they pass away and then the house just sits there empty yeah there, there was this one time where i was at a restaurant and this lady beside me was talking about how all the lights in her house were either going out or... I remember that, because we were going to help. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I told her, you tell me where you live. I'm going to go through your house. I'm going to get a picture of all your lights. That way, you know, I know what's going on. Right. And we're going to change them out. And she told us, and we fixed all of her lights. And uh, 
her problem was her landlord doesn't live here, mm. so yeah. they just don't care. Right. Uh, that's a lot. I've, I've yeah. learned that, like, in the last year is that, like, you were, we were talking about the shopping center and how the owner was in California and yeah. just sat and brought well, because it. because it's easy money for them. Yeah. yeah. They're well, not worried about what it looks like. They're just they getting, waiting to get paid. Yeah. Yep. Somebody's going to come with a really good offer saying, hey, I'll bulldoze it. You can, yeah. I'll give you this money. Well, that whole shopping center that you're talking about, that whole thing right there, to me, it just, it needs to go away. Yeah. It's an eyesore to the city. Yeah. Well, I know a girl that used to work there and... The, there was a consignment store yeah and she was like it leaks all the time yeah. there's rats you know it wasn't a good place yeah no. so. well i think and what's what's awesome is that's already got a parking lot so yeah. if somebody wanted to build like a really nice strip mall right there yeah. it'd be perfect it's yeah. right there by the interstate yeah i want a board game cafe but i think that's yeah. asking too much i think you know board <laughs> you game... should do that in a daiquiri store in the same place yeah. maybe rolling <laughs> and do that maybe game. like yeah. a skate park for the kids or something you know yeah. something we need there's something. not a lot for kids to do no and you know king's is it king's there crossing? is now but not as i mean not there is much. more than there's ever been right yeah so it still needs a little and we're not griping no it, it, no 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 we're, we're saying this out loud so somebody will go do it <laughs> that has money because we ain't got no money <laughs> we're not we're not griping with no intention to try to help no. we're just voicing oh. yeah. we're, we're saying anybody that's out there that knows like how to do or or knows who to, like, get, a who hold to, of. Who to get a hold of to start oh. you know getting all this stuff rolling contact us yeah. uh, uh, diner discussions at gmail.com absolutely both overcase and no spaces or nothing yeah because because i mean it would be awesome to be able to get somebody to message us and say hey i know how we can get this all i need is some creative i I think it'd be cool to be on the ground floor or something like that you know well you know i was talking about the a certain building i'm not gonna name it so nobody does it behind (laughs) me but uh that the hotel idea that i was telling you about how awesome would that be because that's right downtown and it's like you can't help but see it yeah. if it was remodeled wow you know? oh yeah. and you know how we went to that one place where it had like it had different boutiques oh, inside yeah. of it and it was like multiple floors she was show or he was showing me that it would be yeah. awesome yeah. yeah and there's a there's a lot and what's what's crazy is there's a lot of potential like just a new coat of paint on certain buildings downtown and you're talking about or night even day. if some of the artists would come in and do more um, yeah, like on sharps like they have that beautiful wall that just spans the whole length of their building absolutely and they have that little kind of not park but it's like a bench it's got the grass if they would yeah. keep that update like the grass mode yeah, normal, like routinely yeah. and then have an artist <laughs> come in and paint on that wall yeah even if it was just like yeah. horses and, yeah you know murals because yeah. art makes everything pretty absolutely and, and, and it would support the local artists in town absolutely we're saying this with love because we like we were, i don't know megan it's funny because when we when she first moved here she said uh okay that's awesome i like it but let's move somewhere bigger <laughs> you know noble or something yeah. and then i feel like we kind of slowly began to realize that it's more home than we thought and i'm not saying it's hard for ever home yeah because you never know i'm never gonna say never again because <laughs> things change but but we love paul's valley yeah like we really do and the kids 
you know, they they cried when we even mentioned moving. <laughs> well, I mean, they have a good sense of community for the most part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know as our children get older, that will, and it will get better for us because right now our kids are little, they're not in sports. Yeah. And they're just slowly, our oldest is getting into sports. She's in band. So we'll have more of a sense of community wrapped around the schools because yeah. of our children. Um, I think but we can just drive down the road and half the time we know who's around us. Yeah. We, you know, we always say hi to you when we see you before we started, you started doing this with Aaron. Yeah. Or, you know, people from the church. You know, people <laughs> from the church yeah. or whatever. So. I saw somebody in Moore the other day. Yeah, and then you start recognizing people from Paul's <laughs> Valley, like in Norman, yeah. when they're going grocery shopping or when they're at the mall or whatever, when we're yeah. allowed to be out. We're like, hey, you're from yeah. Paul's Valley. <laughs> I think if the COVID does anything, it'll build the sense of community. Yeah. I, I do. So, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine when they finally release the floodgates, everybody's going to be hanging out all yeah, the time absolutely. for a while. Oh, it was so bad today. I wanted to hug Brandy, the secretary at school. I was like... And then I was like, oh, I can't. Well, we like, Miss Tickle, I saw Miss Tickle at Walmart the other day, the lady that was standing behind us at the, at the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, hey. Because, you know, like, yeah. usually I hug her. Yeah. I was just like, I can't. So it was, yeah. weird. It was almost awkward. Yeah. I've been doing, like, the side hug thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or elbow touches. Yeah. Whatever. We've just been doing air hugs because yeah. I'm a hugger. I've always been a yeah. hugger. Which I never thought that because I'm really kind of standoffish towards people yeah. sometimes. Like well, I talk just a lot. You're a little bit introverted. Yeah, <laughs> I talk a lot, but it doesn't always mean I'm like. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We have a, we have this joke that you know, like, we're like we talk to each other. We are meant for each other because we're both like really. <laughs> people people yeah. but like we have no friends so we're yeah. like okay we'll, we'll talk to each other <laughs> screw you guys <laughs> but it's funny because Megan has started to be more like to come out of her shell a little bit more with people and um, like we had some ladies over at the house picking up some stuff yeah uh, that we were getting rid of and she was out there for like 30 minutes and Hannah was sitting inside looking out the window like air coming to She's still talking. <laughs> and I was like, be nice, Mom. I mean, we don't really know anybody. So yeah. when people come talk to us, we're like, talk to hero. I think that's why this Chatty is a good Cathy. channel. Well, it's a good channel for me, for my talking, for a podcast. Because I can talk, and if no one listens, then that's fine. <laughs> but it's not awkward. I can talk all day. <laughs> I don't got anybody going, oh, my God. They just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... We appreciate you coming. Um, I know it was last minute. Uh, we just happened to catch you on your way home. But uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the guest that we thought we were going to have. But yeah. I think it turned out fine anyway. Absolutely. And we'll have her back, have them back on. I'm sorry. We'll have them back on later. And uh, it'll be perfect. So. Yeah. Did you want any more to drink? Nah, I don't. Um, I need a nap. well we uh we appreciate you guys listening absolutely Um, and shout out to the community cafe in pulse valley oklahoma this place like it reminds me a lot of my grandparents cooking yeah it's (laughs) never been here we kept coming by and talking about it like oh i don't know if it's open we need to go well this may be a staple for the diner discussions because the atmosphere is really good it's quiet and and we're kind of off in a room by ourselves for those of you who don't live anywhere near pulse valley oklahoma Imagine like a Cracker Barrel, but like more hometowny. Yeah, 
and but not so niche. Well, and do we want to kind of tell where it's at? It's on. Yeah, we could do that. South Highway 19. Yeah, just outside of Halls Valley, Oklahoma. Going towards Stratford, uh, not quite to the lake. Yeah. Um, on the left-hand side of the road, it's uh it's out here in case you didn't know because you know we lived here for a while before we knew it was yeah here. and like I've, I've known it was here for a while but I've only been here a handful of times this is the first time I've ever been here it was really good yeah well that's another episode of Diner Discussions uh, you can leave us a comment or uh, hit us up on Facebook and also at DinerDiscussions uh, at gmail.com uh, uh, but uh we're going to have, uh, who's our next guest, Josh? Hillary Shifley, which she would be perfect to talk to about the art downtown, that uh-huh. y'all horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to see if we can't commission a few things from her. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For me and you and, and for the podcast. I really want to get like a proof that I can take a picture of like that. Yeah. Diana showed you with the yeah. shirt with, the, uh, with our faces. Yeah. I really want one of those really I bad. I oh, <laughs> It's kind of like a wacky, like '90 feel to it. You yeah. Know, kind of. Imagine something like the Fresh Prince. Yeah. yeah. With just me and your face. <laughs> but, all right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Y'all have a great day.